0: Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates daily podcast. I'm Jessica Wright bringing a thought of the day to you. For those of you who don't know, I am happily married with three children. My oldest is a teenager, and my middle child is a preteen, and the youngest is a toddler. So lots of emotions and hormones going on in my house. We are learning to be parents through all of these phases of their lives, and how to raise them right, and the way they think, the way they look at life. And I just, I've been realizing, as I'm watching them grow into the young man and young woman, I'm talking about my oldest two, that Yahweh has for them, I know that they need help. It's funny, because I remember my dad saying this, that teenagers always think they know everything, and it was true. I remember growing up being like, I know, I know. I remember saying I know a lot, even though I did not know. And now we are facing that a lot with them thinking that they can teach me how to drive when I've been driving for many, many years. (laughs) And uh, thinking they know more. So it's just interesting how you hit that stage and suddenly your brain and everything shifts. And we are learning to roll with it in this and raise them right. And it's it's kind of interesting when, you know, other parents don't raise their kids the same as you. Or they turn them loose. And that's just not what we do with our kids. And sometimes our kids are like, you're so strict. And I remember thinking that too, but I had, I've been thinking, what was it that changed in me that made me crave the relationship that I had with Yahweh, with God? And what is it that changed in my life? Well, I know for me, I had things that were distracting me bad and my parents just cut off those distractions and I know it's different with every child, and I've just tried to be mindful of the approach we take with our children, And but what is it that shifted? Because I want them to have that relationship with Yahweh, with Yeshua, that is just unfailing, that they're not just riding on their dad and my coattails of, well, this is just what I've always been taught, but why? Why do you believe what you believe, you know? I want them to experience the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit. And we've had so many experiences like that. I have growing up, and so has my husband. And even when we were youth pastors, we had just incredible, powerful times. I remember one time we actually took our young adults to this place where there was these incredible meetings, and just the power, the power of God was just so strong there, and we ended up getting baptized in the spring water that they had there and we had been baptized many times before and but there was something really special about this and about this place and we we came to it in a different perspective and something deep happened in my husband and I that weekend and we were not the same coming back, coming home, and we couldn't wait to share it with our church family. And so my dad, who is over our church, he gave us the whole service to just release what was happening inside of us. And my husband, he never wanted to be a preacher. Like that was never like, oh, one day I'm gonna be a pastor. I'm gonna preach the word of God. It was never like that. He was actually a businessman and um, he worked in a different completely different industry and he ended up coming on staff at the church that we are at and um, he had to learn he started learning to preach and speak and training and but something happened that weekend when we were baptized in that spring and he came back not the same the fire of God the fire of Yahweh was all over him and i remember that service and our oldest he was probably a toddler maybe and i'm not sure if we had the youngest i mean the middle child yet but but he was a little freaked out because i was so in the spirit everything that was happening i was laid out under the grand piano we had at the church and he was freaked out cuz you know what is mommy doing but just the the presence of Yahweh, and just the power, and just so many things. I mean, things like that have happened so many times in my life. And I want my children, and I have seen them experience some of that, but I want them to know it for themselves, and to have that relationship. And it's just really been stirring in me more and more lately, and for them to be bold, so that they can they can always carry that with them, not just for them, but what they carry to others, and you know, create a fire that spreads for Yahweh, a heart and a passion for Him to please Him, to go after Him, and everything that He is, because He is so amazing. So it's just now I'm like, okay, what is it that changed for me? And how did things change? Because I had all these distractions in my life. My parents cut off the distractions. It was pretty intense. But it's what I needed. Every kid's different. But because of that, Yahweh found me where I was. He met me where I was at. And I was in a lonely place. And he, he met me right there. And I knew I was not alone. And it's then that all of a sudden, the Word, the Word of God, the Word became life to me. I grew up hearing it, and it was so boring. Anytime anybody would start reading Scripture, I would get bored, like, oh, I need to go to sleep. But suddenly, those words that always felt like mumbo-jumbo were suddenly alive to me, coming off of the pages in this book. And I saw for once what He was saying, and I couldn't get enough of His Word. I couldn't get enough of worshiping Him and just praying to Him and diving into Him, and it just became so alive to me. And so just reminiscing on all of that, I had—you know, of course, you, <laughs> you're you learning to be mature and all those things, but, like, I didn't watch TV. I didn't—I just had to have more and more and more of Him— And I want that for my kids. It doesn't need to look the same as me, the same as it happened for myself or my husband or anyone else. They need their own encounter. and But I want to help make a place for that and make a way for them to see that and to know that. And it's about legacy. And, yeah, so we're just kind of diving into that. And I heard this song— today, and I just knew I needed to share it. And I know I always share music on here because worship is, I am a worshiper, and I am moved by music, by worship music, and just leaning into Him. That is just who I am. So you're welcome. I'm going to keep sharing with you. But this song, it was um, written by Stephen Furtick. I don't know if I said his name right, but he is a pastor and I think he, you know, preaches awesome words. But um, I I believe he used to be a songwriter. If I'm incorrect, just go with it. But he wrote this song, and wow, it's just so powerful to me. I'll read a couple of some of the lyrics, and then I'll play a clip for you. And to me, it's just speaking about everything that's been on my heart about legacy, And it says, Grandma used to pray out loud by her bed every night. To me, it sounded like mumbling, like she was out of her mind. She said, Boy, this kind of praying is what saved my life. You ought to try it sometime. And now I know she was right. She was talking to Jesus. She'd been talking to Jesus for all of her life. And then it says, Mama used to drag me to church Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, khaki pants and polo shirt. Boy, I put up a fight. She said, "Son, one day you'll thank me for having God in your life." And yeah, I know she was right. Yeah, my mama was right cuz now I'm talking to Jesus. You're leading by example, but you're bringing them in. We recently had a service where my youngest, I was leading worship and suddenly my youngest was crying and on the stage he escaped from his dad. And in that moment, I was suddenly like, he needs to know that what I'm doing right now is not more important than he is. And so I held him, even though he gets really heavy. He's three and a half. So I held him and we just continued the rest of worship. And he just joined with me in that. And he he loves to worship. But he's a little bit naughty during church time, I think, because he thinks he can run and be crazy. But we're learning. Hallelujah. But it was so like just to let him know, like lead by example. You are just you are a part of this. You know, this is not more important than you. And and that's what the song is talking to is talking about. You know, the grandma was showing an example, the mom was being an example to him, and now he's talking with Jesus because he witnessed them talking to him and worshiping him. So I'm gonna play the the last verse, which really hit me and it hit home. And uh, because it was talking about his own children, and his exactly what I've been just meditating on. So, hope you enjoy. I've got three of my own now, trying to raise them upright. My oldest is 15, and I remember what that was like. Trying to deal with the drama Trying to figure out the questions in the light And I've been looking for a way to show him How to make it all right Then he walked in my room While I was saying my prayers the other night He said, I'll come back later I can tell you got a lot on your mind. I said it's not an interruption. You couldn't have picked a better time. Because I was just talking to Jesus. Come over and give it a try. We started. I love that. And now he's talking to Jesus. The song is called Talking to Jesus and it is by I believe Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. But I just love that cuz he's like, "Okay, maybe this isn't a good time. I know you're busy, Dad, praying or praising praising Yahweh, but uh you know, I'll come back another time." He's like, "No, this is a perfect time. Come come talk to Jesus with me, and teaching them how to have that relationship where it's just like going to your father. And it says later in the song, there's no wrong way to pray to him or talk to to him and just approach him like you're approaching your dad. And it's just, I'm like, yes, you're continuing this legacy and you're making a way and making a place and cultivating that in your children. And I just I just encourage you today to and it's harder. I, I told my kids, I said it's harder for me to care. Like it's harder for me to help guide you. It would be easier for me to just be like, eh, do what you want. But it's it gives you have to put more into it. And but they are worth it. They are treasures. And I am willing to go the extra mile and do whatever it takes to see them prosper and to flourish and fulfill their purpose in Yahweh and and to know who they are. That's the most important thing. If they know who they are, wow, if you know who you are, there are no limits because Yahweh is inside of you. You have Yeshua inside of you. So I hope that you've enjoyed this and this stirs you if you're a parent or if you're not, if you need this in your personal relationship, I just... You to release that and stir the fire that's inside of you. You have a wonderful day. Shalom.